0: Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, Bono, Bapono, on, but don Bono, Bono, Bump, but on, not on, bum bum bump, bum bum You a cold blooded sucker. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. This Hadia Robinson. I'm working out with a new mic, so we'll see what happens. Um, Oh, God, what a week. Y'all, I don't... uh, It's almost like everybody that says, oh, how bad can it be? Like, I want to punch them in the face. You know those people that was like, well, it don't matter, and, you know... At the end of the day, it's laws and, and there's a system set in place. I'm sorry. I made myself tired even reliving those conversations. But those people, I remember to talk to those people. You going to vote? No, I'm saying it don't matter. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, just for our mental sanity, I wish this wasn't happening. Like, Outside of the fact he's overturning everything Obama did, outside of the fact that it's just like, you know, him tweeting at the dude from North Korea, like outside of all this crazy outside of I'm talking about the mental health aspect. Every day we have to get online. Every day there's a news update. Every day there's some kind of fuckery going on. And it's like, you know, I'm out here trying to live my life. I'm dealing with I'm dealing with the fuckery in my own life. I don't want to have to then add in stupid white man fuckery. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do we got to go through this is my question. Like, I'm dealing with the train running late. I'm dealing with water game. You know what I mean? Like, I got a pimple. I want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to then, on top of that, have to turn on the news and see... Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, I don't even want to call her Miss Piggy because I feel like that's disrespectful. You know, Miss Piggy is a fucking icon. Like, Miss Piggy is an actual pig. So let's not even, like, the, the comparison of the two is straight disrespectful to Miss Piggy. Because she's like a bitch, but I always look like this. And I fucking killed that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless, Miss Piggy was a pig. I mean, it is. She ain't dead. She is a pig. But let's not get it twisted. Sister girl, face be beat consistently. But Sarah Huckabee Sanders has, like, her looking like Miss Piggy is her upgrade. Think about that. That is an upgrade. Do you? Listen. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to even, I'm not going to face shame. Am I face shaming? Is that a thing? I'm, you know, I'm going to face shame her because she's also a liar she's a liar and she's just a despicable person, you know, and I get it, you know, that's her job, but I also think she wanted to do that, you know what I mean, like, I felt like she had three other people to look at and see what they was doing and still was like, let me try, so the fact that she even put herself in that position and I can absolutely go on to see her going to her dad, because, you know, her dad is, uh, Huckabee, the other, um, bubblegum face, like chewed bubblegum face white dude. So, um, I can even see her going to dad. Um, I've been thinking, (laughs) you know, um, these other guys are doing a horrible job. At like for the president. But you know, I could be really great at it. I liked you for years. I told you I loved you and mom and I totally did. And you believe me. So, I mean, I think that right there is like resume material. Yeah, she seemed like one of those white girls. Oh, I'm sorry. I've heard her voice. I'm putting her voice way too high. She's got that demon inside of her. I feel like everybody in the administration got some form of an evil entity boiling and brewing in their body. kind of like the first Ghostbusters. Remember when the woman that lived upstairs, or maybe she was downstairs, Sigourney Weaver. Remember she got taken over by that. that. So she's like, Dad. <laughs> Dad, you don't have to think. <laughs> that's, that's her regular voice, <laughs> battling the demon voice. You know, I <laughs> yeah, remember Men in Black when the dude. I'm sorry, I always make a movie reference. It's so stupid. Remember men like <laughs> when a dude that was supposed to be killing the roaches got took taken over by the alien, so he was still walking around in the in the human suit, but he was really an alien underneath. And was, right? And he was like, uh anyway. I'm just over it. Every every day we do not get a break. We don't get a break. That is the most troubling thing. And Look, I'm in a segment I'm gonna call What's Really Going On. This is my conspiracy remix. Look, while we over here, uh, trying to figure out how the hell Trump fat ass can be 239 and 6'3 with that body and them big and that big ass booty. Yeah, while we doing that and while we trying to figure out, you know, what he said over here and who said what and what Kim Jong-un about to do and how many days he done played golf and who lying and, you know, the government about to shut down the immigration and the Muslim ban and ICE ages. While we worrying about all of that, trust me, it's some other real-ass shit going on that we ain't going to know about until... Is bombs dropping and everything is on fire and we like, wait, what? I I just thought he fucked a porn star. What what is happening? Where wh why are there locusts everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I can't even laugh the same. You know what I'm saying? Um but thank y'all. Welcome back once again, Black Ass Podcast, uh, Hadia Robinson. I just realized I didn't even do the intro the way I normally, you know, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. I get my last little bit, and then I'm like, yo, what up, everybody? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. It's your girl, Hadia Robinson. Like, remember when I was excited and I felt good? Yo, I'm stressed the fuck out. Like, I'm stressed out like I need a massage with a happy ending, you know what I mean? Like no negotiating. I felt like they, they would be massaging me. Like, you know what she needs? <laughs> <laughs> and I would be fine with it. Like I would legit would be like, sir, thank you. So what is it? Ad- then get online and Google. What is an adequate tip for an unrequested, uh, happy ending? Like it can't just be the regular Tip, you got to go above and beyond because this person had the, they were intuitive enough to feel the tension brewing under your skin to be like, this ain't no regular job. (laughs) I got to bring out the big dogs. I got to let this woman need the big guns. (sighs) I think the most frustrating part for all of this, the most frustrating part of all of this for me is the fact that Obama had to be this clean cut, couldn't make no mistake as dude. You know what I mean? I felt like if Obama had any indication that Trump that Trump was gonna be his prede- predecessor, um, no, his pre- predecessor is the person before you, whatever. If Obama had any idea that Trump was gonna be the person coming after him, I feel like he would have took some risks because he'd have been like, you know what? Even if I do da 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 my legacy is sealed. Like, I'm good, right? Like, I felt like if, if he would have known this fat-ass cheeseburger eating white shorts on a golf course with tidy whities underneath, like cheese on the back of your legs, like twice-divorced Single mom of five, body built ass, and I'm might be di- being disrespectful, but you know, bear with me. Like, we would have got reparations. We we would be spending reparation money right now. We would ha- we would have at least got our fir- first installment of reparations. Like, you know what I mean? We would have got something in the mail if if Obama would have had any indication. Like, yo, so. The country is going to go to hell in a handbasket. Well, let me go ahead. You know what I mean? Not just for us, for himself. I mean, we got, let me take that back. They're fine. They're more than fine. Like, Malia's grandkids are fine. And I'm not even jealous about that. I'm legit happy about that. Because, you know, Trump, great, 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 great grandkids are going to be fine. And he got all of his for being a horrible fucking person. You know what I mean? Like a a straight. (sighs) Anyway, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to make the whole show about this bullshit, even though every story damn near is related to this bullshit. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Um, Where do we go from here? My love. If I could sing, I would have been one of the people that sing everything at all times for every occasion. Like, you know, I'm at Applebee's and somebody's birthday across the room. I just get up like, you know what guys, I'll be back. <laughs> Someone needs me. And I would go over there and just sing happy birthday and then everybody sitting there looking like, who is this bitch? <laughs> I would be the person harmonizing to every song, but actually harmonizing well, right? Uh on some invo shit, right, <sighs> okay, I'm sorry anyway, um let's start off with something that's helpful. um I don't know about you, but I feel like we all could use more sleep, especially we're in the age and the I don't know about you, but I feel like we get all used more sleep, especially in the age of. Grind till you die. You gotta get it. How you live and you know no days off. And it's like, can I can I take a nap? Like is nap is napping okay? Like and I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm dead ass. It's almost like when people call you and you like, yo, they um, be like, you sleep? Yeah, bitch. I'm sleep. Do you know how much shit I gotta do all the day, all the time? Do you know how much news I just watched? And what how that drained my whole entire body. And Lord forbid you going to the gym. Oh shit. I don't even understand how people go to the gym and then go into work. How are y'all doing? Y'all are the superheroes. Like fuck Black Lightning. Not fuck them, but I will fuck them. Black Lightning, Scooty, hey <laughs> Scooty, I see you with the full beard. Yes. With a little flex of gray. Yes. <sighs> I'm here for it. Cuz remember when he was on okay, this sidebar but and I'm going to get back 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 back. But remember when Scooty was on living single and he was rocking like the little weird twist? <gasps> I liked it cause he was tall. He had them big ass lips. He was a little gumpy, but he looked—he was giving me dirty backpacker vibe. Like he looked like a background a background dancer in a Tribe Called Quest video, right? <laughs> like he'll be Bonita need an apple ball and he'll be doing a dance. Okay. <coughs> but now seeing him clean cut with the shape up suit on, I'm like, <laughs> hello, Mister Scoot. He ain't scooting no more. Hello, Mr. Scoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right this way, Mr. Scoot. <laughs> she said as her breast heaved. <laughs> 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 anyway. Uh, I said fuck black lightning because I was saying that you need... Um, the people who go to the gym and don't take a nap, like go to the gym and go to work right after. Okay, so Scooty, Black Lightning, fuck Black Lightning, but not fuck Black Lightning, but I will fuck Black Lightning. But I was saying the MVP, the people who go to the gym and go to work afterwards, like those are the real, like superheroes of the world. And I said, you know, how do you live? And not take naps, sleep. Everybody needs more sleep. Boom, I'm back. Okay, um, so I don't know about you. And if you got kids, I don't even know. Let me tell you something. I talked all that shit about kids on the last episode, and I stand by it. Don't get, don't get it twisted. I stand by it. Keep your fuck-ass kids out of Black Panther bef- after 8 o'clock. I stand by that. I say what I said. Nini voice. I meant it. Boom. But to see parents that are working every day, going to school, going to work, going to the gym, volunteering, and then making sure they kids go to work, go to school. How, how do you do that? Let me tell you something. CPS will come get my kids the first at five. I think before five, I will be good. I probably will be taking care of them. They doing everything they need to do. After five, I can't call it, y'all. I don't, they'll be like, girl, where your son? Oh, shit. I don't, what, what? Where is my... I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. I'd be like, okay, did he go to... He went to school because I gave him the car. car. (laughs) I gave him the car to go to school. Then he was supposed to call me because I got him a cell... Five years old. Got him a cell phone. That's crazy. Uh, I I don't know. I guess he'll call me. (laughs) And I would go right back to whatever I was doing. Like, zero concern. I'm sure I wouldn't, but I don't have kids, so I feel like that would be my temperament with kids. Like, huh? Oh, I don't know, girl, he got it. Maybe he had the club. I don't. I don't know. I can't. Uh, I gotta take this nap. But you know, if you see him, tell him I said see- <laughs> Tell him I said gas, put some gas in the car for he Bring it back. <laughs> anyway, let me stay focused. Sleep. Boom. Um, it's saying I'm reading here, daily news. That a bedtime to-do list could help you sleep better. A bedtime to-do list could help you sleep better. You know what? I believe that because I feel like a lot of times whenever I'm asleep and I can't sleep or I'm tossing and turning or I can't really get down to that level of sleep where Idris Elba is walking through my dreams naked. You know what I'm talking about, Right. <laughs> <clears throat> it's because I am going over my head trying not to forget something or I'm trying to remember, like, I'm trying to remember something that I was supposed to do. Like, I'm I'm just basically, like, detailing. Instead of me writing it down, I'm in my brain trying to create a list and I'm repeating it over and over so I don't forget it. So, it's basically saying that, and I... It's saying make this list before bed, before you turn down. And it's, and it's saying that it will help you get to bed uh, faster. Now, keep in mind, this is a study done of students. So, um, that, may be, that may give off a different result because their worries are different. You know, when you're a student, you're worrying about student stuff, midterms. You know, uh, is this girl going to call me back? Um, is this bump a bump? <laughs> <laughs> is this a regular scratch or a crab scratch? <laughs> oh, God. So, you know, you have to take that into account. But I think at the end of the day if you are somebody who's having problems getting to sleep, if you somebody who just can't get your mind to stop making lists and talking, like that inner voice, talk, talk talk, 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 talk make you a list of whatever you're thinking about, or even just make up a list, write something down and, uh, see if that helps you get to sleep, cause Lord knows we all need some more day gonna sleep! Um <clears throat> what else is going on? Uh Oh, LeBron and what's that little boy? I'm sorry. I don't mean to call that grown man or little boy. LeBron and Steph Curry are named captains of the NBA All-Star Game. Yes. Shout out to all the hoes that have already laid out their outfit. This is not me shaming you at all. Get your life. I wish I would have had somebody raggedy in my life to be like, you know what you should be doing, bitch? (laughs) getting your ass down to All-Star, and getting your bills paid. And I would have been like, you know what, are you sure? They'd have been like, yes, bitch. And then it would have gave me like three people that they hadn't outcasted and shamed for being hoes and going to All-Star. I mean, yeah, they only ended up with some dudes that play overseas ball, but they lived a good life for like five years. They traveled, always on flights and shit. I could have did that. I know I'm not the only grown woman that feel like that. Because I've had conversations with other grown women. I'm I'm not going to name names because they got jobs and husbands now. And, you know, some of them work in corporate. Some of them professors. Some of them doctors. Some of them lawyers. But we have sat down and we have said in a group, I wish I would have been a hoe. And it's real. Because... These hoes be women. In other news, Cardi B uh, has five songs on Billboard right now. That's something even Beyonce hasn't done. It's like this amazing record. Hoes be women. <coughs> Porn star. <laughs> Porn star Stormy Daniels. Fuck Donald Trump, got paid, probably got paid, like, whatever he gave her while they was fucking, got paid not to say that they was fucking, and now it's getting paid to tell people that they fucked. Hoes be winning! And you're not going to tell me shit different. I don't want to hear nothing else. Fellas, I don't want to don't get in my inbox. I don't give a damn. I, and if I meet your daughter, and she 18, and I'm doing a public speaking at some college, I'm going to say the exact same thing. Why? Here's the other thing, and I'm gonna leave it alone. But if men were in a position that they could fuck and get money, travel all over the world, do all this amazing stuff, get furniture, clothes, uh, gym shoes, you think they wouldn't do it. They would do it, tell everybody they did it, Put the sex tape out. Get paid for that. They don't. And you know how I know that. You know how I know I'm not. I'm not um making that up or I'm not being delusional. Cause that's exactly what Nico did on real hot on a um the whole uh the um uh the Atlanta uh the girl the Stevie J, nothing hip hop Atlanta. That is the exact. That is exactly what Nico did. Nico was like, I got this body, I got this nice little penis, my face ain't shit, but it don't matter. I'm about to dick this woman down. I'm gonna talk her into putting this tape out, although I think she was absolutely in on it. But at the end of the day, that, right? Everybody shamed old girl. Didn't nobody shame him? This out of nowhere ass dude. Like, she was already on the show. He got on the show to talk her into. You know what? I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Cause I listen, let me tell you what I do know. As many people that's sitting there listening, like, uh-uh, that's crazy. There are uh um, two, twice as many of y'all on listening to this podcast right now, like, bitch, yes. I already know. Cause the hoes I was talking about earlier, listen to my podcast. <laughs> They was just sitting up nervous, making sure I didn't say their name out loud. But they listening and they like, oh my God, I remember that conversation. Yes. <sighs> Hoes be winning, y'all. <laughs> that is legit the name the name of this episode. Cause they do. Okay? They absolutely do. Um, what else is going on? Um oh. Uh in other news. Trump's uh, inauguration funds are missing. (laughs) Hoes, be with (laughs) Let me tell you something. First of all, this, anything dealing with Trump and some straight, scandalous, sleazy, dirtbag, colluding, criminal. I am already like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the reason why i voted how i voted that's the reason why when i was talking to people that said they wasn't voting i was like are you fucking serious because i already look i saw this shit a mile away and if you all those people that talk about he's a good businessman win win sway but anyway the campaign donations are missing the inauguration fund i'm sorry it's missing so um so, the the committee raised $107 million to send him into office. First of all, um, when I first read this article and I saw Inauguration Fund, I was thinking for the inauguration day, like, it, did they raise money so they could pay for the festivities? Because it absolutely should be some money left. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was seven people at that damn inauguration, and that included Trump melania baron and most of his family (laughs) what about that shit let me tell you let me tell you what the inauguration (laughs) yo the inauguration looked like you ever go to like a real sorry kids game that don't nobody want to be at even the parents don't want to be that's what his inauguration the inauguration looked like it looked like the stands for a, a school play that the school has done for the last 35 years, and everybody is like, This is the shittiest play, and they got the same little drama teacher. But and... <laughs> everybody go, because that's the only school in town. <laughs> Yo, Trump Inauguration looked like two hours. After the ball drop in Times Square, <laughs> <laughs> yo! Oh God! Oh God! Oh yo! Trump inauguration looked like after the basketball game when somebody like yo, <laughs> they fight outside. <laughs> Everybody <leave. laughs> After the team getting blown out and all the parents, even the parents start leaving like, Mm-mm, you know what, I'm just going to get a ride home. Here, here's some money for my camp. <laughs> they don't even want to be there to see you losing. That's how that's how shitty Trump's inauguration was. So I'm sure it should have been plenty of food left over. It should have been plenty of, like, th- there's no way they needed all the balloons, the confetti. They could have cut the confetti fund in half. You hear me? I'm talking about lights and You know, fresh cut flowers. They need all them. They was like, oh, okay. They just needed like a couple of flowers for maybe like Chrissette Michelle. (laughs) Okay, I'm not gonna do that to that girl. It is what it is. She's ruined her life enough. She don't need me up in here panning on her. That's not what this podcast is about. I mean, it is. This podcast is absolutely about dragging people uh, that deserve it. And but you know what? She's been through enough. She knows she did. That's why she made her little poem. (laughs) Her poem was, leave me alone. I didn't know what I was doing. I needed that bread. I needed that bread. I needed that. (laughs) I'm sorry. First of all, I apologize because that laugh is terrible, but it's... (sighs) Anyway, um so <laughs> campaign fund I mean the inauguration funds are they don't know where the rest of them went so there was some of them they don't know where the rest of them went $107 million to get this man into office and um, and a year after that uh, no one seems to know where the leftover funds are uh, you know I mean as much as I am just disgusted by this administration I mean like to the point where my stomach hurts There's a part of me that's like, yo, squad (laughs) goes, yo, I need a team that's going to hold me down as much as these despicable people are holding this man down. Like, first of all, this man ain't even smart. So how are you a actual educated person standing by and, 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 um, And relaying these bullshit-ass messages. Why would you, like, what kind of, I don't even know how to describe, do y'all get what I'm saying? Like, think about that. Trump is not even an educated dude. This is a dude with the vocabulary of a, you know, a well-fed sixth, a a well-fed sixth grader. Ah, Let me take that back. A well-fed fourth grader. I'm dead ass. Like, I'm not even trying to crack a joke right now. Trump is like, if you gave a, a, a fourth grader, like, you know, quinoa and goji berries and, you know what I mean? Gave him a lot of water. Didn't give him too much sugar, if sugar at all, right? You know what I mean? Like, you gave him chocolate. You didn't give him chocolate chip cookies. You gave him carob. You ever had a carrot chip a carob chip cookie is the saddest shit you could eat. A carob chip cookie is the shit that you would expect orphan Annie to eat. Like she would have to make it herself. She ain't even get, somebody didn't even make her that cookie. She had to go get the cocoa seed and start from there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's that sad, right? So that's what this fourth grader has been eating. You know what I mean? Just fuel, body fuel with nothing but goodness, right? So I feel like a fourth grader, that fourth grader and Trump would be neck and neck with the level of understanding and education and insight and an ability to retain and also regurgitate and, you know, assess and like that is where that is what I truly believe. I truly believe that. That is what his level is, right? So the idea that you have career politicians that are like, yeah, I think he's doing a great job. and He's successful. Like, how? How? Paul Ryan. I, I mean, granted, I think he is like, you ever be wiping your butt and it's like the last three wipes? Like the, on that last third when it's, it's gone but it's still there? You know what I'm saying? That's Paul Ryan. Oh God! Sometimes, y'all, I don't even know what my brain be doing, but it just does it. So I go with it anyway. That's Paul Ryan, right? And he has to get up there, and he doesn't have to. He chooses to, but and that that makes it even worse. He's choosing to go up there and say, yeah, you know, like yeah, what the president said. Yeah, we're doing a great, like ugh, ugh. How have they not murdered themselves? Like. How have you not just I I feel like I I can see some of these politicians like just in the house with the gun loaded, just in their mouth crying just every night, every night, every night. They just sitting in the chair with the gun in their mouth, pull the hammer back and one of them old Civil War because, you know. These conservatives love the Civil War and love the... Re- like, some of those... Re- like, I can see... What's my man from Kentucky? He looked like the turtle from the tortoise and the hare. Uh, he got the turkey neck. Like, it's always Thanksgiving in his face. <laughs> I'm not even going to look up his name because I feel like I've given you enough clues. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That dude, I feel like I can absolutely see him in his Civil War reenactment every night he gets home, and he goes in his room, he goes in his office, locks the door, uh, <coughs> locks the door, puts a gun in his mouth, and threatens to kill himself every night, and then puts the gun back, puts it in his little you know keepsake container <laughs> with the Robert E. Lee coins that came with it. He hangs his suit up very meticulously, like very like you know those people that those super A uh person them super A personalities, like they take off their clothes piece by piece <laughs> and then they fold it like they can't they're not doing shit else until this shit is folded and like they hand crease that shit. Yeah. Um let me tell you something, sidebar. Um, if I ever was about to get it in with a dude like that, and, like, I'm in the bed butt naked. I'm laying there. I'm, like, like, legitimately slathered in coconut oil. And then you sitting there folding your fucking pants. I'm going to slide my ass right off that bed. And I'm going to slide because I told you I'm covered in coconut oil. I'm going to slide into whatever outfit I had on. And I'm going to glide my ass up out of that room. And, that's, and you can't call me after that. But that's his life. God dog it. Now I got to look up this man name. shit. It's not Lindsey Graham. It's Mitch McConnell. That's his name. General Mitch McConnell. <laughs> ah. And I think um Jeff Sessions just be in the crib smoking weed all day because there's no way that he's getting through that situation and not straight smoking weed and getting high. I feel like you know, so yeah, squad goes basically. I went all the way back. Squad goes because these people are <clears throat> they're risking their whole livelihood. They're risking their name, their reputation, their brand, their their. Uh, I don't even, so that's, that also is what tells me that there's some other shit going on that we don't know about. That's, that tells me, conspiracy, message, um, but that tells me that there's some other things brewing, cooking, some other things being done in the dark, behind closed doors, that is going to solidify these people so it don't matter what they do right now. It don't matter what their stance is, what they say, how many lies they, they get caught in. They are constructing and rigging and gerrymandering and and doing everything they need to do that by the time it's all said and done, they're all going to be straight. And we all going to be on one of these rockets that Elon Musk keep blasting into the air, headed to who knows where. Anyway. Yeah, I might be a little high, but at the end of the day what I'm saying is it's clearly some other shit going on. All the campaign money gone, ain't no but, you know, and why is the Russia investigation taking so long? I done saw this shit already. So I don't understand what more needs to be the fact let me tell you something. And this is how you know that you know, racism and race is absolutely still a factor in everything that happens in this country because there's no Listen, a black dude that talk about, like, if this was a black a situation with some black people, right? And we can put it on a low level. Like, we can put it on a low level. A black dude go into a store with his homeboy or his homeboy ends up setting up a call with a drug dealer, a big drug kingpin. Let's say that. Boom. Big drug kingpin. Now, let's say this black dude um, owns a store or he owns something, right? Sets up So his homeboy, his son, his cousin, brother, somebody set up a meeting with this huge, like with El Chapo. Let's say El Chapo, right? Or uh, uh, What's Narcos about? What's my man in Narcos? Pablo. Let's say, you know, he set up a big call with Pablo, run some drugs, blah, blah, blah. But then, and then all of a sudden now, it just so happened that there's drugs hidden in his store, in this man's store. But he going to say, I ain't know nothing about it but everybody around him that met with the drug dealer. <laughs> and he just happened to mention how his stocks is going up <laughs> And <laughs> all his, everything is in his store gonna keep you coming back. <laughs> it's all this coded, I'm selling crack language, but he wants you to believe he ain't know nothing about the drug. Come on, come on! This black dude would be under the jail. This black dude, this investigation would have been over, and he would be in a regular routine of being anally raped in jail. Like he, he oh, it's Thursday. All right, let me head down here. <laughs> Back, back, back. Squad goes. <laughs> Y'all. Back, back, back. Hose be winning. All right. Um, the inauguration tab is split between several groups. The Joint Congressional Committee on the Inauguration. Com- ceremonies, the U.S. federal government, state and local governments, as well as the Presidential Inauguration Committee. The latter group traditionally collects funds from private donors to finance inauguration balls, a concert, a private dinner, where a hefty donation often secures a seat at the table. So here's the bullshit, right? Supposedly they took $3 million, uh, they gave $3 million to multiple groups involved in hurricane relief for Florida, the Gulf Coast, and the Caribbean. Mm, mm-hmm. Which group? They ain't said which one though. Then it said some of the money was re- uh, allocated to redecorating the White House and Vice, Pre- Vice President Pence's home, Iro. <clears throat> but let me. T- this where This the real bullshit right here. Barack. B a r r a c k. Chairman of the Private Presidential Inauguration Committee <laughs> said details about the committee's donations to charity will be released in November. November then came and went. Don't nobody know where that is. But this is the this is the uh this is the real shit. How this dude name is Barack with two R's. You know at some point down the line in history, they're gonna blame Barack Obama for these missing donations you think I'm lying? I can already see this in the future. They'll be like, uh, President Trump, they gonna, first of all, it's gonna be rewritten that this was a great presidency and all this amazing stuff was done, even though, like, we're in the midst of it and it is complete and utter trash, right? Um, but then, it's gonna be like, you know, the, the his presidency was, you know, un, it was amazing, he got all this work done, except for when Barack Obama took... <laughs> Took his presidential funds. Next thing you know, Barack and Jill, <laughs> And that's how trash it all is. And like, me, I'm saying this. I'm a comedian. I'm being funny. But the, the funny really is is that it's like, yeah, I can see that. That seemed like some, some bullshit that would go down. Like 100%. Um, I'm just looking forward to the when they really get in depth and tell the real story of all the bullshit that went down. Like when they go in and listen to the tapes of Trump and when people all of a sudden want to have a come-to-Jesus moment on their deathbed or whatever the case may be. Because, you know, a lot of these old-ass white dudes is about to die off. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping that they they'll... Have they little come to Jesus moment try I'm, I want to get into heaven, so let me tell the truth before I go, right, and that's when we'll really get the 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 skinny on everything that happened right um sidebar I one hundred percent believe that this fat bastard said shit whole countries, and this whole he said shit houses he said shit he said shit bowls <laughs> like, no, I'm not we know at the end of the day. He said shit, and we know in what context he meant the word shit. Whether it was shit holes, shit houses, shit boxes, shit shit bitches, shit biscuits, he still said what he said, and he meant what he what he meant. Um, so in a in a meeting for immigration, Trump is stated that he didn't want immigrants from Haiti and from Africa. He wanted them, but he he didn't know why we had to keep getting people from shithole countries. First of all, bitch, your daddy was from a shithole country and was a shithole-ass person. Your wives, all of them bitches, is from shithole-ass countries. First And then he's talking about he wanted on a merit-based system. If that was the case, bitch, you wouldn't be here. You... None of the first of all, none of y'all will be here. The only people that will be here is the Native Americans and the people that were stolen to come here. Okay, probably we wouldn't even be here because we wouldn't have had a reason to be here. The Native Americans would still be holding it down, living off the land, following the bison, um, and the buffalo, and talking to the wind, going on vision quests, getting high with the peace pipe, kicking it. So let's be real the the real problem with america is them first immigrants flat out and i said what i said and i meant what i meant so um so i'm ready cuz i'm not going to do that story it's been done enough and at the end of the day i know who i'm talking to so it's like girl we already know and the whole back and forth conversation about what he said and oh i don't remember what he said let me tell you something if you was in that room bitch and you didn't you don't recall then I don't think you need to be in the position you in, cause what the fuck are you doing? How are you in these meetings and you don't recall shit? No, you need to be recalling everything, bitch. This uh, some of this shit is policy. Some of this shit is life and death. We need people in there that can pay attention, that ain't falling asleep at the wheel, and can and can retain what the fuck is going on, because it may need to be called into account. Like how is? <sighs> <sighs> I just want to know, how do we get to Wakanda? Like, was that meteor that landed in Detroit really from Wakanda? Like, can is Wakanda out there? Can we get on that ship? Can we go to Wakanda? Because let me tell you something. If I find out that Wakanda is real in any way, shape, or form, if Wakanda is a place that I can go to, if it's like, maybe it's, In the Matrix, maybe, like, if I need to unplug out of the Matrix to go to Wakanda, please unplug me. Somebody please get Morpheus. I've taken some pills. Can somebody hand me the pill that's going to get me to Wakanda? All I ask is that you don't let me go until my eyebrows grow in. Remember when Neo got out of the little tube and he went down the thing and he was butt naked, but he still somehow had a leaf over his dick? (sighs) Right? Anyway. Cybar. What's up with Hollywood like showing a woman asshole naked doing you know what I mean? Like damn near showing a full um pap smear. But the idea of showing a man with his dick out is like just no, we can't do that. No, like we deserve to see Neo's dick. We deserve to see what's his name? Not Neo. He played in Ted. Keanu Reeves. We deserve to see Keanu Reeves, however small it was. Like, I get it. You taping, you in water, your dick is probably drawn up into your soul. Like, his dick... (laughs) His dick probably went into his sternum. And the whole... where his dick was supposed to like just closed over maybe that's what happened but the idea that y'all gonna put this little stupid ass skin colored leaf over his dick like get the fuck out of here that's some bullshit that's some bullshit anyway i mean no dick no balls like huh how what how anyway but all i'm saying is I want to go to Wakanda. If Wakanda is real, somebody give me a pill. I've taken pills from strange men before not to end up. Okay, let me just not have that part in there. What I'm saying is I've been at a party. A dude gave me a pill. I took it. I said what I said and I did what I did. This is what I'm saying. I just want all of us to go out, just go and let them have this. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lovey, the writer Lovey, I forgot what happened, but she wrote this dope piece and it was basically like all the black people, we about to just export ourselves out of this country. And I was just like, sis, yeah. Like, yes. I don't know where the fuck we gonna go, but yes. Right? Right? And it just it just really spoke to my soul, and in this moment, I forgot what was going on then, but in this here moment, right now, with everything that's going on, yes, somebody, whatever aliens came here, supposedly to build a pyramid, can they come back and get us? You know what I mean? Can we somehow you know just take the whole continent of Africa and all the resources? And just being that shit somewhere else. Is there a tunnel? Is there somewhere? Like maybe B O B is right. Maybe the earth is flat. And when you dig to the bottom, you go into a wormhole that takes you into a whole other galaxy. Where is, I just wanna go there. Everybody on the what kind of fit is shit. They all working out. Everybody in that sun, melanin all activated. You know what I mean? Like. Come get us, Morpheus. I, come, just come get us. We are ready to go. I'm ready. Listen, I don't never have to taste taste steak again. You understand what I'm saying? Like, there is no spoon. I don't never have to use a spoon again. Come, I want to go to a fucking um, a Zion park. Did you see that party? Man, that shit was crazy lit. What? I'm sorry, Kanye. I didn't know that you was making us outfits for the new world. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Kanye. Y'all seen them pictures of him. He looks so happy. Right? Don't he look happy? I don't know what. I don't know what happened or what needed to happen for him, but I'm glad it happened. I really am. Like, that man had a genuine smile on his face. I'm going to tell you what it is. He over there eating. Mm eating. That's exactly what's happened. He over there eating. I don't follow Kim Kardashian online. My homegirl sent me a video she posted, and she making mac and cheese and cornbread. Listen, he over there getting all of them carbs. And I'm going to tell you what, don't shit make you happier than eating carbs. Like consistently eating some carbs, consistently eating carbs and chilling, going to sleep and laid up. Probably having sex, uh, not with Kim, we saw that sex. it was trash. I'm saying with somebody who can really fuck, <laughs> oh God, he is over there living the what life he over there probably banging mad chicks <sighs> yeah i I'm happy for him, like I'm legit happy for him, but I'm concerned he, you know they shot it was a picture of him heading into the studio. But I don't, wanna, I don't know I want to hear Happy Kanye music, you know what I mean? Next thing you know, he make He sounding like Bruno Mars No, I don't It's like Mary, you need Mary to be sad And fucked up in the game To get a good ass Mary album You know, when Mary happy You get shit like Family Affair And it's like, what? Mary, girl, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but girl Girl Um, I mean, don't get it. Like, uh, no, I said what I said. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm happy, fam. Um, let me first of all, sidebar. I didn't even realize how long this podcast has already gone. So wow, um, it's just so much. Um, I talked about last week a dude claiming that a black man shot him in the leg. Meanwhile, this bitch then shot herself. Well, that's not an isolated case. And this is, of course, something that historically that has happened to black people for, I don't know how many, like, since we got here. You know, white people do some dumb shit and then be like, oh, a black person. You remember the woman that drowned her kids Talk about a black man stole her car and took her kids like, bitch. So, you know, this, this whole, oh, a black man did it. You know, this kind of framing black people as the boogeyman or the fucking bump in the night shit, right? Um... But I just read about three, two other three other situations of white people doing some dumb shit, and all of a sudden supposedly a black man did it. There's a woman in Michigan who lied saying four black men kidnapped raped her, and here's the bullshit: the bitch only got a year for the jail for um for fabricating for. For fabricating this whole story. She only got a year. This, the, this where her real sentencing came in. If you want to quote unquote real. Because I feel like you do that shit. Bitch, you going to jail. Like you going to jail for a nice amount of time. You don't just get to claim some shit like that happens. It's specifically... For a second, I thought I said Pacific. Specifically to black people knowing the history of that kind of shit in this country. You don't just get to claim a race of people because when you do shit like that, it's like I said last week. It's not just, oh, I'm going to look for these specific four people that you describe. And she probably, the description was probably so fucking random. They were black guys. They had on shirts and pants. (laughs) of the black guys had on shirts, pants, and a hat. They like, okay, shirts, and they go running off in a tear, running up on any black person, fucking them up, because they like, I know you know, or look, first of all, I ain't even got to do all that. It's historically Fucking Rosewood, motherfucking Tulsa, Oklahoma. These are places that were burned to the ground. Black people straight slaughtered because some bitch wanted to tell a lie about some shit that didn't even happen. So it's this bitch. It's a dude that talk about he shot, um, a black dude shot him. Then it's another bitch took it to the whole other next level. Oh, 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 stop, pause, go back. So this woman received only a year for fabricating a story saying that some black people uh, kidnapped her, threw her in a truck, and raped her, and all this other shit, right? Uh, and uh, she even went so far as sending text messages to her boyfriend, like, she, oh, like they were demanding ransom money. And it's like, bitch, you're from Muskegon, Michigan. Calm down, bitch. Like, you're doing a whole ass lot. Not to be like that, but, bitch. Is your daddy one of the Rockefellers? Like, who, who? who is your people, bitch, that you got, you getting this kind of fucking action in your life? I'm not saying it can't happen. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that there aren't situations like this happening, but to the level of ransom... Where your daddy work at, bitch? What company y'all family own? What the fuck is going on? And if these police officers, I'm hoping that they had some sense and was able to see through the bullshit. But of course, they're not going to list how many motherfuckers got beat up and how many motherfuckers they ran up on and how many doors they kicked down and how many people they beat with a phone book and a knife stick and with the, you know what I mean? How many dudes they tased in the balls? Because for whatever reason, cops like tasing black dudes in the balls. We know why. You know it's the white man's fear of the sexual potency of <laughs> <A> black. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. It's just one of them things. Like you just you have to in those moments when it fits so perfect. You have to. Shout out that. Uh, that's from boomerang people. Anyway, um. So, I'm sorry. She wasn't. Fr- she might be from Muskegon. It's not listening. She's from Muskegon. She ended up in the Muskegon jail. Anyway, that that needed to be whatever. Here's the here's the real though. This is the real insult. This is the real smack in the face. The bitch tried to break out of jail and got additional 13 months to four years of tacked onto her prison system. Sentence. So this bitch goes, lies to the cops you know, false evidence, trying to extort money, you know, I'm sure there, I don't know the law, so I'm sure there's a bunch of other motherfucking crimes wrapped into what this bitch did, right, endangering lives, attempt, I I feel like when people do stuff like this, you know, especially in this country, against people of color, that is attempted murder, that's not just, oh, I was being silly, I wasn't thinking, I was mad at this person, you know, no. Bitch, that's attempted murder because the result could end in murder by the police. By the people that's protecting you, they could turn around and murder this person because of some shit that you said. So it shouldn't just be, oh, I misspoke, my bad, oh, I was just playing. You know I be tripping sometimes, no, bitch. Uh, that's where we have you. Um, uh, you have the right to remain solid, We're booking you on charges of like this. Shit needs to be what happens, right? But because she tried to get out of jail, that's what got her thirteen months to four years. She didn't get four years on out the gate. She got thirteen months. But she got she got a year. I'm sorry, but she got. She could possibly do four additional years for trying to break out of the jail. And I don't know. It's some white people like, but OJ. Yeah, bitch, but that's one win for us. I'm sorry. I said win. I said what I said. I meant what I meant. It is what it is. <laughs> I was trying to think of another word. word. To say. I said what I said. I meant what I meant. It is what it is. Time after time. <laughs> I hate me so much sometimes. Anyway. But I'm just saying, if you go through the long history of this country, right? If you look at Emma Till and then this filthy bitch, dirty ass bitch, on her deathbed, all of a sudden, want to have her come to Jesus moment. And I feel like, you know what, she probably said that shit on her deathbed thinking, you know what, I just I just want to get into the gates. I hope that bitch, when she closed her eyes, thinking she going to meet the Lord, to go and sit at the foot of the king. I hope when she opened her eyes, she was like... Ah! In a ball of fire. Fuck her. And I mean that. Um... All right. Anyway, and I'm hoping the same thing for George Zimmerman. I feel like that's when George Zimmerman is on his deathbed, he's going to tell us what we already know to be true and what the prosecution knows, what his defense knows, what, all, what the what the judges know, that he murdered Trayvon Martin for no good reason and everything he said was a lie. And I hope when he, he's going to be on his deathbed or possibly just some some Florida gangster who's done hearing about uh, him talking shit Uh, pistol whips the shit out of him puts that gun in his mouth and demands the truth and he says it and the thug does what thugs do and then um, you know but he's he's admitting it because he felt like he's gonna get into heaven but oh no you and the bitch that lied on Emmett Till <laughs> <sighs> yeah um. Uh, anyway, <sighs> this bitch' name is Miss Leah Ann Sue Artman. She's now in Muskegon jail. I hope you stay there, bitch. I hope for I hope you do some dumb shit and you have to stay there for a long time. I hope you have to be in there. I hope you have to be in there with some black women who used to fuck the dudes that you, that end up getting run up on because of your lie. You know, I mean, I know we're not supposed to hope stuff like that for people. I know we're not supposed to wish, and I know we're supposed to leave it to the Lord, and I know we're supposed to leave it to karma, because karma does work. Karma karma works like a motherfucker. But, you know, sometimes you just got to add, a, you just got to give karma that little extra push. That's what I did. I did what I did. I said what I said. I meant what I meant. It is what it is. Cause otherwise, holes be winning. <laughs> All right, last story. Oh God, I feel like I, what time is it? Y'all, yeah, okay. This is crazy, but I'm gonna keep going. Talk about the physical. Um, I want to talk about this real quick, and then I'm really gonna do the last story. Um, so we know H and M had their did that dumb shit and put the little boy in a shirt that said, coolest monkey in the jungle. And they put him up on an advertisement and um black, everybody lost their mind. And we all was like, fuck H and M. But some of us were still going and it is, you know, Hey, it happens. Um, but in South Africa, activists went into several H and M stores and just pushed over, uh, Pushed over um, with some things, you know, that the clothes are on. The, um, you know, knocked down displays, knocked over um, mannequins and basically just wrecked these stores. Several, not just one, several stores. I saw a video of them going in and they kicking down the racks and kicking down clothes and pulling them down and just straight mayhem. Um, here's the thing. And listen, I 100% understand the frustration. I understand the frustration of these images and, and, you know, and I'm sure in South Africa it's probably worse because we're talking about, you know, a country with a history of of, of apartheid. We talk about a country with, with a huge population of white people who really act like They are supposed to be there, you know, or, you know, act like history isn't what history is. And they didn't do and didn't, you know, ostracize black people to certain areas of town and make you know, and keep them out and keep them away and aren't still doing it. Right. So I get that. So I can only imagine what they are hearing on a day to day basis and how that's affecting them. You know what I mean? Because I saw a little boy in the coolest monkey in the jungle shirt and it pissed me off, too. But this. This ain't this ain't what's up. This is some this is some dumb shit that people would expect animals to do. And I'm and I'm using I know I'm using that word and I'm co- and I'm aware that I'm using that word, but understand what I'm saying. When people are putting the moniker and when people are putting the term monkey ape, you know they're calling us animals. You know what I mean? And yeah, fuck their opinion. But what I'm saying is is that we also have a responsibility to represent ourselves, not just for them, but for us. This, I read this and I saw this and I was like, come on, yo. This ain't, this is not a boycott. This is some bullshit. If you want to, if you upset with H&M and you want to boycott them and you want them to really feel how upset you are, let me tell you, don't nothing let these people know how you feel like denying them your money. Nothing. Cause some of them people went in there and they pulled them racks down and guess what? They was in there like, oh, this shirt is cute. <laughs> and the bitch went somewhere else and bought that shirt. Yo, these jeans is, these jeans is all right. I think these my size. And he went somewhere and bought them fucking jeans. You, you empower yourself. You let your voice be heard. You let your met, you put your message out there by not going to the store and fucking tearing the fucking store up, no, fuck that store, you go to another, first of all, what you need to do is go to a black owned store, if you really want to, to make a statement, if you really want to be about empowering us, then it's not about going to tear the store up, you go and spend your money at a black establishment, you go wherever you, if you normally get your cool, your hoodies and you know, a little cheap. I'm just going to walk around. You know, this ain't, this my little hangout clothes. These ain't my, I'm trying to stunt gear. If you normally go to H&M, then find a black-owned establishment that has that. Find some black people that's making clothes. Go somewhere to where, you know what I mean, a, a black-owned store that's selling something. Do that. Don't go into this store and tear the fucking store up. That shit is dumb. Fuck what they think. That shit is dumb. Period. If everybody that's mad at H&M need to dedicate themselves to putting money into a black-owned business for the next six months, for the next three months, for the next year, however long you want to do it. But don't, you know what I mean? We don't have to do think pieces about H&M. We know what it is. We don't have to do, you know, no fucking summit about H&M. We know what it is. We don't have to do no fucking mediation, none of that shit. Fuck them. But don't go in there and tell... Come on, yo. No. That is not black-ass podcast approved. I'm sorry. No points. Zero points on that one. All right. For real, this time, last story. Um I I... I'm going... To, I want to talk about the... The Aziz Ansari situation. Right? Now... Um, This will be the celebrity life lesson. And I think there are a lot of lessons to be learned here. I read about the girl's date. And granted, this girl is, he said, in the world of dating and shitty dates, she is a newborn. At 22, you don't even know how bad dating is. You have no idea. You don't even know how bad the world is at 22. You just don't. I mean, there are people, let me take that back. There are girls and women in situations who absolutely, absolutely and 100% do understand how, you know, I'm saying the world of actual dating, right? In my opinion, this girl went on a shitty date with a dude who didn't get that she didn't fuck with him. She was on a date. She wanted to say, yo, I went out with Aziz Ansari. Oh, shit, I went to this fancy-ass restaurant with Aziz Ansari. Oh, my God, I went and saw this dope-ass loft that Aziz Ansari has, right? She didn't want to deal with what came with that in this situation. I'm not saying what comes with dating or what, you know, but number one, sis, you you didn't have to go back to his place. You know what I'm saying? Like you made a decision to go back to his place. Now I'm not leaving him of any of his responsibility once she got in that spot. What I'm saying is you went back to his place and got naked to do what? You know what I'm saying? Like, just because he's saying I want to get let's get naked, don't mean you gotta get naked. Now, if you're in a place and he say let's get get naked right now, you know, and he's standing over you, huffing and puffing, eyes all wide. I understand getting naked. You know what? Yeah, I do want to get naked, you know, while you try to text your friend and come up with some kind of emergency exit plan or something, you know what I mean? While you try to knock on the walls and windows, make a little extra noise so the neighbor come by and you can make an escape. While you try to, you know, have your homegirl call because she was supposed to call and you give her the password like, oh, yeah, girl, you know, we just sitting here eating marshmallows. What? What? What happened to my grandmama? I got to go, right? But him just saying, hey, let's take off our clothes. I'm not, I'm sorry, that's just how I hear his voice. And maybe that's not his voice. Maybe he was like, yo, let's take off our clothes. This will be fun. You know, but what she's describing is a dude who's shooting his sexual, sexual shot, right? But this is what I understand about dating and men, right? If you allow them to do it, they're going to do it until you say, yo, um... I'm not cool with this. And every time she said, I'm not cool with it, he seemed to back off. Now, once you're in a spot, he's, you know, coming on to you. He's not, he's not feeling your whole body go goddamn rigid. And I'm gonna get to that in a minute. And he's not feeling you not kissing him back. He's not feeling you hugging him or engaging in him or rubbing his face or, you know, mm, or giving him any kind of indication that you are feeling this moment. Right. And you tell him, yo, mm, we moving a little fast. And he like, word. OK, let's put our clothes on. Since once your clothes was on, that was your opportunity to say, you know what? i got to get up early in the morning. Let me get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you tell me in that, oh, I said that. And he said, oh, you ain't got to go nowhere. and He blocked the door. Now we tell a different story. If he's ta- if he's saying, "Oh well, ain't no weird way out this building or out this apartment," and he hit some kind of Matt Lauer button and you can't walk out the door, now I'm I'm completely on board that this is a for real sexual assault. But everything you telling me is a fucked up de- a date that with a dude who didn't get that your pussy was dry. I said that I, okay, I. I I apologize. That was a little bit harsh. I was—I said that in a way I would say it to my homegirls, right? Because we grown and we done, we've had our dating experiences, right? But I felt, reading what I read, I wasn't there. Reading what I read, it sounds like to me, if she would have said something, he would have complied. But the fact that you are still in it, in his head, it's like, well, he's shooting his sexual shot. Now, To onto him. The problem is, and the problem has been, and the problem will continue to be for men, that y'all are too busy thinking of yourself that y'all not thinking of, how am I, how is this, how does this moment feel to both of us, right? Because let me tell you something, when... Well, it don't happen to me because, you know, bitch. <laughs> okay. Let's say I'm with somebody and they're distracted. Let's say I'm trying to seduce a dude and he's not giving me, you know, his dick not getting hard. Right? I'm going to be like, well, what's good? You you good? What's going on? You you need a pill, you need some water, you need a nap. Are we connecting? I'm a you know, am I good? Like I'm going to I'm going to assess the situation. I'm going to ask some questions. I'm going to try to be aware of what's not connecting here. Right? I don't know that I believe that he stuck his fingers in that girl's mouth and then into her vagina and couldn't fit didn't look at her and see her face like Yeah, player, this ain't the move, right? But I also understand the excitement of desire. I'm not excusing. What I'm saying is sometimes you revved up, you in your own world, you thinking about what you are trying to do, right? And that that is where he was wrong. And he was also wrong for continuing to push and push and push and push if that is what exactly happened. Once that girl was like, and this is for men across the board. I And this is what I'm going to tell my sons. No means no in every situation. No means no. And there's no maybe no. There's no yes, no. There is no. is absolutely no. And once a girl says no, you are then at that point, you have exactly 10 seconds to pull your drawers up over however hard your penis is, put your shoes on and go where you need to go. You, to get this girl in a car and get her out of your space as as politely as humanly possible. That is your responsibility. That once you are engaging and you and y'all feeling it and the moment she's not feeling it, that is you have 10 seconds to Clean up whatever you need to clean up. Pour out whatever liquor you need to pour out. Sober up as much as you need to sober up. Grab your coat, jacket, keys. Call an Uber if you have to. And get the fuck out of there. Period. There is no excuse. There is no, oh, I thought. Well, she said and No. Once no is introduced, that's it. Once there is a wavering of, ah. I'm saying it ain't about oh you gotta convince her, ain't no convincing let her figure it out on her own if she don't want to figure it out with you, let her figure it out with somebody else but with what you are not gonna do, and this is this needs to be the lesson for all men cause at the end of the day, even if you find everybody ain't feeling you she may, there may be something about you that's like, no. I don't like how big his gums are in ratio to his teeth. I don't like where his hairline is. I don't like how big his forehead is and how... Far back, his eyes are set. I don't like the I don't like dick V. I don't like the V cut on the dick. I don't that shit ain't cute to me. It look nasty. I don't I don't like his feet had a crazy smell. I don't like how his eyebrows connect. I don't like that his eyebrows don't connect. I don't like that he got an Audi belly button. I only like dudes with Audi belly buttons. I don't like I mean, his dick is like seven and three quarters, but I normally like mine seven and Five sixteenths, like I, whatever the situation is, at the moment you feel like she's not feeling it, if you then, all right, well, hey, this ain't, you know what, this ain't our moment. All right, well, it was a nice evening. Thank you so much. Let me go ahead and grab that. I'm going to just dust my prints off of anything up in here just in case. I just want to get a verbal confirmation that everything is cool with you. All right, I had a nice time too. Okay, thank you so much. I'm going to get on up out of here. I'm going to just dust my prints one last time before I go and uh, take care. And that's what it needs to be. Because... You know, I really feel for this girl, I think that she has been reading about um, sexual assault. I think that she is, you know, it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I think that she is reading that. And because she had she had this bad date, what I'm reading as a bad date, right? She feels like, oh, I, I was assaulted and he sexually assaulted. Ah, you know what I mean? And it's tough to talk about, but I'm just saying that I think it needs to be said that, you know, in in dating, in relationships, in 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 connecting, in sex, specifically in sex, we have we have a responsibility to be heard. we, we have a responsibility to be heard, and we have a responsibility to speak, and we have a responsibility to, um, be respected, you know, sex is not just about this one person and them getting satisfied. It is a, it is a joint situation. It is a dance, if you will. It is a, a a beautiful dance when done correctly. Right. And the thing is, is that just because one person don't want to fuck you, trust me, a whole lot of people will. And Aziz You're a fucking multi-millionaire. It's plenty of bitches that want to fuck you. There's no way in hell you need to be in no house begging no bitch to fuck you. Period. Period. As a multi-millionaire, I mean, I'm not saying that it needs to be... It needs to... I'm trying to choose what I want to say because the hoe in me is trying to speak up right now in this moment. And she got some other raggedy shit to say that I don't think is... You know, can can really speak to this moment with eloquence. You know what I mean? Cause the re- the hole in me is like, this nigga a millionaire. As soon as I get in that house, I'm butt ass naked and I'm fucking the shit out of him, and I'm trying to get pregnant. But that's the hole in me. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm trying to fuck him so good that I at least get to fuck him like seven more times and get me a little, you know, give me a little severance package. You get the hoes know, cause. Hoes be winning exactly. I heard y'all, y'all all said it with me. Hoes be winning. All right, so I hope I, what I said made sense. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it's gonna be some people in my inbox like, no, you need to think about. I'm just saying, y'all. At the end of the day, you know, as men and women, we're dating, we're connecting, we're going out in the world. It, we have to figure this out. So I might not have the answer correctly, but what I'm saying is, let's have the conversation. Let's figure out what's what because because these sex robots are going to be the next step. And it is what it is. I said what I said. I did what I did. I meant what I meant. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to Black Ass Podcast. Yo, please don't forget to subscribe. Go to uh, Black Ass Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes. Of course, follow the podcast on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Of course, you can follow me, hrcomedy.com. And don't forget that you can become a patron of the podcast and help me bring this to you, make this whole thing happen. Go to patreon.com slash blackasspodcast. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash blackasspodcast. Thank you all so much, man. See y'all next episode. Peace.